Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Are you tired of the endless stream of fantasy marketing and vanity metrics? Yeah, so am I. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, media specialist, and marketing strategist. I'm also a student of professional development, and like you, I've been left frustrated by all of this influencer-driven generic advice making us think that we are just one course, conference, or manifestation away from the life of our dreams. We need to cut through this crap and move beyond the posturing, beyond the facade, beyond the image to take real action on the real work that will create the real results. This is the Beyond the Image podcast. What is going on? Good morning. Hope everyone is having an outstanding start to their Thursday. I am going full-leaded black coffee on this Thursday because, well, I'm a parent of a one-year-old and that's that's just kind of where I'm at this week. A um, little bit of a change in the pace in this week's live coaching. Uh, what we're going to be doing uh, this week, uh, we're going to be trying this out, is <clears throat> we're going to lead in with a kind of lead-in topic. Um, every week I'm going to select a new topic to do a mini deep dive on, uh, this week we're going to be talking about, uh, how to land a magazine cover. And so, um, every week I want to pick a new topic and kind of go through that. And then as we kind of go through that, you are able to ask questions about that topic. But then as we come to the conclusion of that, um, we can go into what we've been doing the last several weeks, uh, which is you get to ask your questions related to your brand and your business and, and um, whatever it is that you're looking for some clarity on. Uh, I do want to mention that uh, I have details on a um, upcoming casting announcement. Uh, at the end of this episode, we're going to be casting for the brand new cover of Icon Fit magazine, uh, issue six, uh, as we are wrapping up production on issue five right now. But we are going to be looking for uh, some individuals to um, feature on the cover of volume six of Icon Fit magazine. So I'll mention those details uh, at the end of this episode. Looks like we have a handful of people tuning in. Good morning to those tuning in on Facebook. Oh, Pam is uh, loading up her coffee with some protein. Good morning, Pam. So I got this question um, sent to my email uh, the other day, which was, you know, we talk a lot about pitching to magazines and what it takes to stand out when pitching to magazines or pitching to podcasts. Um, but what if you wanted to land 
a magazine cover? What if that was the goal? And it, it doesn't really matter if the goal is rooted in you want it because it's just cool to have and it's a vanity play or if you're looking to um, land a magazine cover because you want to use it in your marketing materials. So to amplify your authority and your brand positioning to be able to show that, look at all these magazine covers I've I've landed. I'm a subject matter expert within within whatever this this topic or this field is. Or if you believe that this magazine feature uh, slash cover is directly going to generate leads for your brand and for your business. Now, I've spoken to some degree on the difference between authority amplification and lead generation. So, you know, for example, I'll just pull these two magazines right here that I have on my desk. Um, you know, I had gotten my uh, production manager uh, who worked for me for seven years, Amber Blum, uh, on the cover of Fitness Magazine. Um, this was just a shot that we happened to do during one of our one of our sessions together, and it just matched what the magazine wanted and uh, landed her, uh, you know, on, on the cover of this of this magazine. Now, did this generate leads for Amber? No. Not necessarily. Uh, Amber was not a personal trainer at the time. She was not selling anything really at the time. This was just something to celebrate a really great shot uh, on a industry publication. So not really a lead gen opportunity for her versus, you know, my shoot with uh, Koya Michelle, which landed the cover of Scottsdale Health magazine. Uh, this was a locally driven publication. She was a local trainer. So this feature actually, according to her, 2X'd her leads in that month. She doubled the lead she was getting within her personal training business because she landed this feature. Now, why is that? Well, it's because this publication was going out to the target demographic that she was trying to sell to. So that's what was generating the leads for her versus, you know, if Koya were to land a similar feature, let's just say on Fitness Magazine, well, how many people who read Fitness Magazine are in Scottsdale looking for a trainer in that given moment? Mm, that number goes down pretty significantly, right? Um, yeah, Pam says makes sense with the local ones. Now, can there be national or international publications that generate leads for you? Absolutely. As long as you have a service which can be sold to the readers of that audience. And the right readers of that audience. So, you know, I'll give two, I'll just use two examples here. Um, let's say you land the cover of Fitness Magazine. And you also land the cover of Women's Health and Fitness Magazine. Okay, these are both international publications. Uh, Fitness Magazine based in South Africa. Women's Health and Fitness Magazine based in Australia. Thinking about um, the, the audience of each of these publications... Uh, Everyone that picks up Fitness Magazine, I can almost say with certainty, is already in incredibly great shape. Yes, the magazine runs articles on nutrition and workout tips and everything like that. But for all intents and purposes, this is an industry magazine. And the people who consume this magazine are within the industry. So the likelihood of someone picking up this magazine and hiring the person that they see on the cover not as great versus let's say women's health and fitness magazine, which is more of a consumer driven newsstand sales publication, meaning they're trying to sell to their, 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 the general public. They're trying to sell to people who really want to know how to eat yourself smarter or to, uh, which shakes work, uh, on liquid meals, 
this is why they're picking up this magazine. They actually want the to consume the the advice and the the lessons and the details within the publication. So if you land a a good feature within a publication like that, yeah, you could generate leads provided you have something that that can be offered to to individuals that are are uh, consuming that publication. So Pam says, yep, uh, most people getting that magazine are probably already in great shape. Never consider that. Now, does that mean there's no value in landing a feature in like, let's say, fitness magazine? Is there no value? Well, absolutely there's value in it, but in authority amplification so that you get this tear sheet, you get this feature, and you're able to use this in your marketing. You're able to use this in your promotion. You're able to show your clients, even the clients that don't, you know, the clients who aren't reading this, but look. I was validated. I was verified. I had this publication vouch for me. They liked my brand, my position enough that they featured me. And whether it's a cover feature or an interior feature, they're vouching for you. Okay. That's how you can use it is about leverage. It's about using this in your marketing assets. So getting back to what it takes to be on the cover. The short answer, you know, if I, if I were to sum this up in an Instagram post is eh, it depends. That's the short answer because it's so incredibly nuanced. So I'm going to try to give as much detail and context as I can. And if there's anything that you want clarity on, you know, just pop that question and just ask that question. Um, because it really does depend on the magazine and it really depends on what the focus of this magazine is. I want to say at the start, the two things that this is not about. Number one, this is not about having to be a celebrity. I've mentioned I've shot over 600 magazine covers, maybe 50 were anyone that I would consider of a celebrity status. O overwhelmingly, over 90% are not celebrities. And number two, this is not about doing something so big that media outlets will come rushing to you. Now, can that happen in the grand scheme of things? Yes, but it's not a marketing strategy. The marketing strategy is not, I have to do something really big and then media will come to me. That cannot be a marketing strategy. That's reactive. You need to be proactive. Even if you did something really big, you have to let the media know that you did that thing. That this thing that you did is what you are trying to campaign or, or, or bring to the press. Um, so those are the two biggest misconceptions. Now, when it comes to determining who is on a cover, and I'm, I'm stepping now into the role I played when I was a photo editor of a newspaper, a photo editor of a magazine, now the publisher of two magazines. And, and having shot you know over 600 of these, the number one thing that a publication is looking for is marketability. What is the market viability of this cover feature? And that means it's not just the look of someone on a cover, although the cover has to look good. It has to stand out. Like when you're looking at, you know, a bunch of magazines on a news rack, you have to see the one that you're going to gravitate towards and you're going to pick out. Like, obviously there has to be something that, that stands out. In, in the photo, okay? But outside of that, when we're looking at this cover, we have to know, do I wanna buy this magazine? The goal of the cover is to sell the magazine. And a lot of that comes with the story. What is the story 
behind this person or behind this image? What is the narrative that this publication is trying to push or trying to sell or trying to communicate to you? So whatever it is that you're pitching has to reinforce the brand identity of this magazine. I've been running Icon Fit Magazine for a number of years now. And even though the word fit is in the title, Icon Fit is not a fitness magazine. So when we get pitches from people sending workout circuits, we've never published a workout circuit. When we get pitches from people highlighting exclusively and myopically their health and wellness and ignoring what the main theme of the publication is, which is professional development blended with personal growth, like for all in, for all intents and purposes, Icon Fit Magazine is more of an entrepreneur magazine than it is a fitness magazine. And anyone who's seen the magazine would know that. So doing the research to show that you know the publication, you know what they're looking for when you're presenting yourself to that publication. And it's not about, and this is, this is important, it's not about how big your social media following is. I really get frustrated as a publisher when that seems to be the core focus of someone's pitch to a magazine. I want to be featured in your magazine. I have X number of followers. As if the number of followers, whether or not they're legitimate, just doesn't matter. I just have to assume they're not. But even if they were, what does that do for me? as the publisher, great, you have a lot of followers who've probably seen you a lot already. Does that mean they're going to buy a magazine? Even if you've been on a bunch of other magazines before, that mean you're going to sell my magazine? People probably already have your photos. They've probably already seen you a lot. I don't see a, a massive equation between the, the size of someone's audience to the number of units of a publication that we've sold. What tends to sell more is the content within that publication. That tends to sell more. It has to have a resonance with the audience. So we have a comment on Facebook that I think is incredibly important to shine some light on. I've heard that to get on a cover, it's about the number of followers you have or the amount of money you pay. So let's look at this. In the last week, uh, week and a half, I've had three separate individuals contact me and ask me what the rate is to be on the cover of Icon Fit magazine. And my response has always been, we do not sell the cover of Icon Fit magazine. Now, in full disclosure, the back of every issue, we have an art section. And the art section, we can have what's called native advertising, meaning we can have paid spots in the back of the magazine, purely artwork, no editorial, no articles. Now, the entrepreneur side of me says, James, to hell with your journalistic integrity, why don't you just say, 10 grand and start making some money. Because if I were to tell you 
that we'll just use this one here that Dr. Kelly paid $5,000 to be on the cover of our other magazine, Ricochet. Would this magazine have the same value to it? It's hard to argue it would. If you know that she paid for this, she did not pay for this. She was selected for this. She was selected because of her brand, because of the story. If I were to tell you that Nadine Dumas purchased the cover of Icon Fit magazine, would that mean that you would still want this magazine, that you would still look up to her in the same way? Would you think that, wow, she's so impressive that she earned this? That's why I get like, I get kind of, um, I get kind of frustrated when I see someone say, I am so surprised and honored when this magazine cover came out. And I know it's obviously a pay for play publication. The pay for play or the native advertising, it is a relatively new development. The reason it was created was because magazines were struggling to make money. And they were trying to find interesting ways that advertisers could integrate their content within the publication because people were ignoring ads. Like you flip to the magazine, you're flipping right past the ad. So what they started to do initially was they started to create content within the magazine that looked like editorial content, but was actually paid for. It was sponsored content. Sometimes you'll see in a magazine where it'll say, you know, at the top in very small font or at the bottom in very small font, sponsored content or special advertising section. It looks like the rest of the magazine. That was the first round of this. And they realized, well, we can do a lot more of this. We can push this a lot heavier. Now, within the U.S., there are rules, whether or not they're followed, um, but there are rules from the Federal Communications Commissions, the FCC, that dictate that in, if you are running sponsored content, content was paid for, you have to say that this was paid for. You have to clearly indicate that this was paid for because you don't want to mislead the reader. But unfortunately, you know, the FCC is not looking a lot. So maybe they don't mention it, or maybe they mention it in very small font. Maybe they put it, they don't, there's no details on where they have to mention it. It could be in the terms and conditions hidden on the website somewhere. This doesn't necessarily exist in other countries. Meaning if I wanted to buy a license, say, I don't know, Muscle and Fitness Hers in South Africa or Maxim Magazine in South Africa or FHM in Australia or Playboy in Sweden. I own these titles, but because I'm producing in another country, I'm all of a sudden outside of FCC regulations and I can sell a cover for five to seven thousand dollars. Now, is this a legitimate business? Well, yeah, sure. Why not? 
If there are individuals who are willing to pay to be featured on these covers, it makes sense that there are publishers who are willing to provide a solution for that need. So you have to ask why someone would pay to be on a magazine cover. And should you pay to be on a magazine cover? It's up to you. There's no wrong answer as long as you are clear on your goals. If it's just for vanity, I'm paying to be on the cover of FHM because I just want I want that. I want to have that. Hey, maybe that's worth five grand. Who's to tell you otherwise? It's your money. Do whatever you want. If you are doing it for authority amplification, you just have to be careful. Because will it work? Will it have a marketing value to it if it's very clear it was paid for? Maybe, maybe not. We've paid for things, I'll be honest. Fully transparent, I've paid for media features. I've paid for media features that worked and that we not only amplified our authority, but we were able to generate business leads from it. And to me, that's an advertising cost. And I just look at the return on my investment. I invested, I never invested 5K, but I invested... 500 bucks for this media feature. And because of that, I made $5,000 in sales. Well, that's a pretty great ROI. But I wasn't going to do that for vanity, not personally. I don't need that. And then we've done investments that did not pan out. And thus, we would not invest in that company again. Didn't work. That advertisement did not work. I look at it as an advertisement. And that's how it should be seen. It's an ad. Now, I get emails all the time from magazines you've never heard of. Intentionally, you've never heard of these things because they're only created to try to sell these ad spaces. They're lookbooks. Pay $5,000 to be on the cover of, I think they were calling it like CIO... CIO Bulletin, which I don't even know what CIO stands for. Yeah, Pam says she gets these emails too. I, I had this amazing interaction with one where they're like, it's, I don't remember what it was, 2,500. I'll just make up a number. 2,500 to be on our cover. And I responded back and said, well, I'll do it for... I don't know. I might have said 250 bucks or something like that. Or I'll do it for free. I don't remember what I said, but we threw it, we threw like kind of a bullshit counter offer back at them. Just I don't see what they would say. And they came back and they gave us this ganga deal. They're like, oh, we're willing to do this for like 50% off. And I was like, no. I think we said free. If I I'd have to go back and check me out. I think I said we'll do it for free. Um, and then they came back and said, oh, we'll give you 50% off because we see your audience and we think this is going to go really well for you. And I might have just responded and said, mm, yeah, I, I don't know. I think free still sounds really good to me. Um, and then like a few weeks later, they came back and they said, actually, 
we had an internal discussion and we decided that the deal we gave you was too good. So we're going to change it. And now we're only going to give you 25% off. And I was like, thank you so much, because I'm going to take this entire email thread and publish it because of how hilarious this is. It's not, it's an advertisement. Look at it as an advertisement, treat it as an advertisement. If you can get an ROI for that advertisement, great. And if you can't, don't do it. Simple as that. Um, I've seen some stuff online that there's a newsstand publication, the fitness industry selling their covers for $45,000. It's hard to fathom that you're going to get a return on a $45,000 investment, but mm, you'd have to really, you'd have to really convince yourself of that. All right. When I've submitted to magazines, they come back with multiple offers. This is a price for a cover, uh, cover and five page feature, et cetera. Yeah. They're advertising based publications. And that happens sometimes. A lot of, now that that model has been proven to work, you're just going to have lots of independent publications where that's their, that's their position where it's, it's, it's just, you're paying for, you're paying for an ad. And if you can, once again, if you can use this, okay. And if you can't go the native editorial route, like genuine editorial pitches, genuine features, um, not that advertising features are illegitimate, but they're ads and they, they, they eventually will be seen as ads. So getting back to like what that pitch looks like and how to differentiate yourself when you're pitching and when you're trying to get in front of these publications, there's a few things that I think were, were coming to mind as we were looking at pitches we get and pitches that we've considered. Um, I don't know, and I'd really have to go back and look. I don't know if we've ever put someone on a cover from their first pitch. Meaning someone introduced themselves. We have not worked with them. They introduced themselves and we're like, this person and their pitch is so good. We want to give them a cover. Which means more often than not, the covers that we're determining, whether it was for Icon or Ricochet, um, or you know, when I, I shot 10 years of the covers of Scottsdale Health Magazine, or I shot 10 years of the covers of Max Sports and Fitness Magazine, um, more often than not, the covers were decided in a couple different ways. Um, often, it were individuals who pitched, received an opportunity from the magazine, not a cover spot, but received an opportunity for, for the magazine, delivered on that opportunity, whether it was like write an article for us or we want to run an interior feature. And that spot or that feature did well. It did exceptionally well. and thus. We want to give that person more. Maybe we give them another feature. Maybe we give them another article. Oh, that one did really well. Well, let's escalate this. Let's build upon this. So you can actually build up. You know, maybe it's you write an online feature and that online feature turns into, into a printed feature and that printed feature turns into a regular printed feature. That regular printed feature can turn into a cover. I mean, we've done that. Uh, in fact, the upcoming cover of Icon Fit is an example of that. Uh, we're featuring um, 
Dr. Jordan Wiggins on the next cover of Icon Fit magazine. And she wrote for several of our issues. She appeared on our podcast several times. She had integrated herself into our audience very successfully, and her content performed exceptionally well. Her articles got read a lot. Her podcast got downloaded a lot. We knew that there was resonance between her and what she had to deliver and what our audience was looking for. So that was an easy decision. Yeah, she deserves this, this spot or this feature. So that's that's kind of one inroad. And be grateful for opportunities. Magazines don't have to do shit for you. The pitches we get, more often than not, the pitches we get are, I would love to be featured in your magazine. That's the pitch. I would love to be featured in your magazine. Or what does it take to be featured in your magazine? Like, they'll just ask us. And now you're just, you're kind of given the publisher or the editor work because you're asking them to think about what they can use you for. And that's not an effective pitch. An effective pitch is, this is what I can do for you. We know a media feature would be beneficial to you, whether it's because of va your vanity. And, and, and I don't say that negatively. It's Sometimes that's just the goal. Um, or to amplify your authority for your marketing materials or to help you generate leads for your business. We, that, we, we know that. That's obvious. But what do you do for us? Our job as publishers is to create content that serves our audience. So if we're putting out content that doesn't serve our audience, people aren't going to buy it. And if people aren't buying what we're putting out, we're out of business. Which is the reason I have no interest in selling the cover of Icon Fit magazine. Because if I put out covers that people don't want, they're not buying. And if they're not buying, I can't sell ads. And if I can't sell ads and people aren't buying the magazine, I don't have a magazine. Ultimately. What value, what offer are you positioning to that media outlet? What is the cover or that spot communicating? And I really think you have to be willing to earn it. And I'm not saying that like, oh, if you're not willing to work and you know do the, do the hard work. No, I'm not trying to throw platitudes at you. This is about relationships. This is about developing key relationships with the people who work for that publication. I just shot the recent cover of Oxygen Magazine. That was a decade-long relationship in the works. I, I had the relationship with that art director, I want to say back from 2008, 2009, so over 10 years. And it took that long for me building that relationship, offering value, working on smaller things, helping them out when they were in a bind, contributing content for just to fill gaps in the magazine, building the relationship, getting them integrated in a fitposium, helping their online network. So then when it came to do this special, special edition cover, I got the call. Great. 
then I have to deliver because you know you want you want more. You don't just want the one feature. I mean, we had we had this guy pitched to be on the cover back when uh, I was shooting for Max Sports and Fitness magazine, and he was pitching to me just because I was the lead photographer, and he sent me a pitch and. It wasn't a great pitch, um, but all right. We thought he had some marketability, but we weren't going to give him the cover on the first on on the first swing. Um, but we wanted to consider him for a cover, uh, so we decided. I was talking to the other. We said we'll give him an interior feature, see how that does, and likely we'll put him on a cover and a couple couple issues. Because at that point, I think we we're doing monthly issues. So we were doing 12 covers a year. It was a lot of opportunities. Um, so I went back to him. It was on Facebook Messenger. I remember that. And I says, um, so we don't need a cover right now. And then before I can say but, this jackass interjected and started to protest. What do you mean you don't want me for the cover? Do you realize my Twitter following? And I said, and that was it. I never threw him the interior offer. I was like, oh, sorry. I guess we're busy. I guess we're we're too full. I guess we I guess we have nothing for you. He never got the interior feature, which could have earned him the right for that cover because he put his foot into his enormous stupid mouth. We had a um, <laughs> we had another uh, person who had the marketability and the resonance she had, and it wasn't the size of her following. Like now this person has like 2 million followers at the time. It was much more finite um, because this is probably a decade ago, but she was building the right following. She had a loyal audience. It's it's one of those things where it's like when people say, um, you know, it, my goal is to motivate and inspire others, but then you look and they're not doing that at all. If you want to motivate and inspire and empower others, do it and show that you're doing it. Be doing it often. Be doing it regularly. Um, that way, th that way we can actually have some proof that this is this is what you're doing. That you're not just, you know saying that this is something you want anyway um she was wired to get this cover and we were going to feature her in this fashion spread first but what she did not know is that we were going to use one of her photos from the fashion spread on the cover um the day before the shoot she starts complaining about the time frame of the photo shoot uh, she was she was asked to be there at two different times during the day. She says, well, I'm only willing to be there for two hours or three hours or whatever it was. Uh, we're like, well, that doesn't work because we need this shot at sunset and you need to be there for that. She says, well, I can't. Less than, you know, less than 24 hours before the shoot, she's kind of dropping this on us, which puts us in a real bind because we've storyboarded out this entire project. Um. So our response was, well, okay, 
we'll excuse you from this photo shoot. Um, we don't need you. And she never appeared on that cover. We never put her in the issue. We never put her on the cover. Um, and that was it. Now, you know, of course, her career took off regardless of that. Like she's doing exceptionally well now. Um, but we weren't about to give her a reward for how how unprofessional she was acting. I was in New York a number of years ago meeting with um, the photo director at the time of, uh, I mean, he was the overseeing, I think, four magazines. It was like Muscle and Fitness, Muscle and Fitness Hirsch, Shape Magazine, and Flex Magazine. Men's Fitness might have still been under their, under their control at the time. Anyway, he was going through my portfolio. I had a photo of her in my portfolio, and he actually stops on, on her photo. And he's like, do you work with this person still? And I didn't know any, I had no context. I just knew that I had had some bad experiences working with this person. So, but I wasn't about to throw anyone under the bus. I just said, well, I don't work with her as much as I used to. And I kind of left it at that. I thought it was a very PC response. And this dude literally leans back in his chair, lets out the biggest sciences. I fucking hate her. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And apparently they, she had pulled a very similar stunt with their media company that she had done with us. And he says, every time she comes up for cover consideration for any of our magazines, I walk up to the board and I rip her photo off the board. That's not what you want. That's not a great way to build relationships. Um, but a great way to build relationships, not to dwell on the negative. Um, but it is funny to kind of share those stories be, just to see like, you might not know that something is in the works for you already just because you were building that relationship, creating great content, um, offering something of value to that magazine, showing up, being professional. It, it, it's amazing that it takes just the most basic level of contribution uh, to to really stand out. And it I think it's because I think it's because maybe people don't want to do as much of the work as is 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 required to build something up like a like a cover spot or a cover feature that they feel they are owed something. Um, but you're not. And and it 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 is a bit humbling. Um, I've shot so many covers in my career. I don't feel I'm owed any of them or any future covers. I, I a magazine can change their opinion at any time. I, you know, back when Scasa Health was around, <clears throat> I shot I don't know. 150 of their covers or something like something ridiculous. I mean, it was 10 years of shooting 12 issues a year. Um, the art director said to me, he says, you know, I've never worked with a photographer as long as I've worked with you. That was a compliment, but listen to it again. I've never worked with a photographer as long as I've worked with you. That was a threat, not, not a nefarious threat. That was that was a statement of of raising awareness. Don't get lazy. Don't rest on your laurels. Just because you have so many years of experience doesn't mean you're going to get another one. Every project you do, you're campaigning for the next project. 
Every one. Absolutely. I can't mail something in just because I have so many years of experience and expect that they're going to be okay with that. Well, you know, this last cover sucked ass, but, you know, James was good two years ago, so let's just give him another try. I honestly think too much is at stake. What you produce matters. Showing that you're invested in the relationship, I think that matters too. Pam asks, how many covers do I do now? I've had 10 this year. Um, so as of yesterday, so one month and one day in, I've been able to do 10 covers already in 2023. Um, I shoot the Icon covers. I shoot the Ricochet covers, although I'm not... Is not a requirement that I shoot those. Um, the recent issue of Oxygen Magazine. Um, I've been shooting a lot with a company called A360 Media, and they they run a number of newsstand titles. Uh, so we have a new newsstand title coming out here fairly soon. Um, I shoot for a lot of international titles. Uh, so there's a publishing house in... Um, South Africa, um, actually the publishers move into the US. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, but I've, I've done a number of covers with them. There's another one in Colombia that I work with uh, where I shoot a number of their titles. I work with um, a, a company out of the UK um, trying to work on a new cover uh, for a newsstand title out there right now. Um, another one in Australia. Um, so a handful, it, but it, it it's kind of like a revolving door, like, I just got hired by a local publisher. Um, they run something like 20 magazines throughout, throughout Arizona, all different types of magazines. Like I, I just shot uh, a cover of a community magazine and I shot another feature for an, an airport publication. I have another one for uh, it's basically a retirees magazine that, that I'm shooting the cover of. Um, it, it's interesting the the, the differences in the the features we get hired for. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the reason I keep looking over here is I'm looking at my, we have our project board over here. I'm just seeing if any are jumping out. We just, like I said, we just shot the cover of oxygen. That was, that was a good get for us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always rotating. And, and also magazines are always changing. New magazines are launching. Other magazines are, are, are folding or changing their distribution method. Um, the thing that I've been focused on myself this year uh, has been, I mean, we still do the podcast push every year, like podcast tours are, are really big for us. Um, but what I've been pushing really hard this year myself, and this is one of those pull back the curtains. So you kind of see a little bit of, of how we try to develop business Um is writing articles for online features. So I just started writing articles for a couple different magazines and a lot of them have been online. And to me, that's great because online features, uh, yeah, it still amplifies authority. Like, you know, I, I have that logo that I write for this magazine, um, but it, it links back into my ecosystem. So I'm directing traffic back into my funnel. So when people see that article, 
like I just wrote an article about um, what it takes to sell in 2023 and why most people within our industry are struggling with their sales right now. And a, a very overlooked solution on how to fix the gap in our sales. So when people see this article, they can click on the link and now they're in my ecosystem. Now I'm nurturing them and serving them more content. Now I'm helping solve their problems or giving them a clear benefit long before they've ever decided that they need to work with me. So online features are, are something that we're pushing very aggressively right now, just because I don't have to assume that someone's going to see my see my feature in a print magazine, look at the fact that I wrote it or I shot it, and then Google me later. Um, it's a little bit more direct and intentional. So we spent a bit of time on that topic. Um, I know that I mentioned I would answer anyone's questions. Uh, should they have any on on their on whatever it is they're working on? If you have any, um, now would be the time to throw it in the chat box. Um, not that you need you need to have some, but if you do, I'm happy to answer them. Like there's no there's no limit on on how we're taking these episodes. But um, while we're waiting to see if any questions come in, I did mention at the top of the show that we have a new casting opportunity available. So um, we are casting for the new cover of Icon Fit Magazine. And it is going to be the sixth volume of Icon Fit Magazine. So um, we just came out with volume four, which features Nadine Dumas on the cover. Um, volume five drops in early March. And that, as I mentioned, is featuring Dr. Jordan Wiggins on the cover. Um, so this is a casting for the cover of volume six, cover and an interior feature um, that we're going to be casting for. I'm going to tell you that the theme of the issue is teamwork, meaning we're not casting one person for the cover. We're casting at least two people for this cover. Um, so what does teamwork mean? Maybe you run a business with someone. Maybe you run a referral program with someone. Maybe you have a joint ventureship. Maybe you have a partnership. Maybe it's you and a significant other are working together in some capacity. Um, but, you know, similar to like, you know, we did this cover of uh, Max Sports and Fitness Magazine. Uh, we actually did two different um, partner-themed covers of Max Sports and Fitness Magazine. Um, but the theme is teamwork. So we are leaving the theme somewhat open intentionally because we want to see where you take it. Um, later today, I'm going to be posting a graphic on the IconFit Magazine Instagram account. Um, so if you want to follow, it's uh, at IconFit Magazine. Um, and on that post, I'm going to indicate the steps that are going to be asked for you to apply for this cover spot. And part of it is going to be sharing this graphic. We want you to 
publicly discuss your intention and your your interest in being a part of Icon Fit Magazine and the upcoming issue of Icon Fit Magazine. Um, so I'll have those details out, like I said, later today. Uh, so look forward to that. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I love when we do castings. I love to see um, the 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 applications come in i love to see people's stories and and how people are are really defining uh and and edifying themselves it's to me that's one of the most exciting things um so look forward from that at icon fit magazine uh on instagram uh as always you can catch the replays of the show on youtube jp photo az uh we post the audio replays on wherever you get your podcast the beyond the image podcast um for those that are still interested in getting a free copy of the legacy planner just go to jamespatrick.com forward slash legacy you can download a free copy of that or you can get links to um to uh, the the hardcover or to the paperback edition. And then if you have questions that you want me to answer offline, shoot me a text, 480-605-3254. Yeah, Uh, someone on Facebook, love the theme. Yeah, we're super excited about this theme for Icon Fit Magazine. And to, you know, every cover we've done has just had one person on it. So I'm excited to to have a cover that looks different. So. Um, want to thank everyone for tuning in. Really, really exciting. Uh, if you have an idea, by the way, if you have an idea for a topic you want us to deep dive on next week's episode, text me uh, at that number, uh, 480-605-3254, and just say, hey, here's my idea for next week's show. Um, super excited for that. As always, we'll post the the time and date of the show at the start of the week. That way uh, you have that. It will be both in our Fit Business Guide Facebook group as well as on YouTube. All right, everyone, that is it from me. Thank you so much. Hope you have an absolutely amazing uh, rest of your day, and we will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Image podcast. Please follow, like, and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. And if you want to connect to me, you can find me at jamespatrick.com, Instagram at jpatrickphoto, or you can text me any of your marketing questions to 480-605-3254. Thanks again. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.